Welcome to the Broadcast Dialogue podcast, the show all about the media industry in Canada. Welcome to Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast. I'm Connie Thiessen. This episode is brought to you by Cover Media. Cover Media and the World Entertainment News Network deliver licensed content for your website, including breaking lifestyle news, high-res photos, and HD video stories updated 24-7. Learn more at MomentumMediaNetworks.com. Broadcast Dialogue had the rare opportunity to sit down with Numeris President and CEO Neil McEnany at the recent BC Association of Broadcasters Conference in Victoria. On this episode of Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast, McEnany gets us up to speed on the latest developments on both the audio and video side at Numeris, its new product advisory group, and the organization's move toward a more transparent relationship with broadcasters. We start things off talking preparation for the first hybrid continuous measurement radio diary release in December. Is it too early to talk about any trends that might be presenting? Yeah, it's too early. We're just finishing week six of enumeration. We've got two weeks of returns. Um, our focus has been on making sure that in the 80 markets that we're managing, that we have the right, um, we hit our targets in terms of diaries. Um, so it's very early. Um, we haven't we don't have enough data yet from returns to be able to speak to trends, but that's going to be coming in the next next little while. It was mentioned that there are some smaller markets that are still going to prove challenging. Can you talk more about that? There's a handful of markets. When you get back to what we're trying to do is we're trying to measure as many markets as possible. When you look at these 80 markets, we're actually aiming to measure them twice a year. That is a significant improvement because in the past, many, many, many markets, the majority of markets were measured once a year. So even those markets that were measured once a year, we were running into challenges in terms of getting enough sample for all the reasons that we described today. So those markets that were a problem continue to be a problem. Nothing's changed. Just how we're recruiting them for diaries has changed, but there's still challenging markets. It's gotten much better but there's still a handful that we have to put more resources to be able to do the recruitment to make sure we get enough diaries to deliver a book. So it's a handful. It's, um, we're not done yet. We're working very hard to make sure that we deliver all markets, and that's the plan. But we wanted to be transparent that what was difficult in the past, um, some of that is still difficult today. Let's talk about some of the upcoming release dates and what you anticipate in terms of fluctuation, maybe? It's a new way of doing a diary service, so it's difficult without looking at the data and doing some analysis on the trends to actually answer that question because we don't know. We watch and, and monitor what happens in, uh, in other markets that have tried this. So Nielsen has done this in the States, but they're very different markets, so you can't really other than just being aware, which is so important, um, you really can't answer that question at this stage until we get the data. Um, so that's going to be something we'll discuss in the, the next little while. It's difficult to answer that today until such time as you have the data and we're in a position to understand what, uh, what the data is telling us. Okay. It was also mentioned that year-over-year comparisons are going to be a problem. How are you telling uh, stations to handle that? 
So at this point, uh, we we're working closely with Radio Connects, and we will be working closely with the members and Radio Connects in answering that question. What I can say today is that uh, because it, it's, it's different from last year, we're not doing eight weeks, we're doing uh, six weeks. We've doubled the recruitment in that six weeks because it's a transition diary. This is unique. There'll never be a diary like this again because it's transition. And it's transition in the sense that how it's been recruited, as I said, a doubling up of six weeks, plus we're using uh, diaries from the previous survey. So to compare that to anything is very difficult. So I wouldn't compare that. As we said today, uh, it's going to be a ripping trend in something that is new in a transitionary year. I think we have to approach that uh, as a change and then manage that going forward uh, through a transitionary period. So I can't compare it to last year. There are still a couple of audio challenges out there measurement-wise. Do you want to talk about what the product advisory group has been formed to take on? So the product advisory group is new, and I'm very excited about that group. Um, It's an opportunity for members to come and speak with Numeris around what, what are their strategies for audio, what are their needs from a measurement perspective for audio and um, and therefore we can take that intelligence and that'll help prioritize as well as form our strategies for the future of audio and why it's important is because numerous committees up at that point in time were representing the industry as opposed to the member themselves and they're not the same and so it's important to hear from the members themselves and understand their needs and it becomes pretty much our market R&D and so it's we've had a couple of meetings uh, they've been going very well we've been doing baseline work at this point uh, understanding you know what's numerous working on today what are the things that these various organizations its members and non-members on this committee what are they focused on and so Therefore, we can then collect all of this and shape it in the next several months in terms of an update to our audio strategies. And there are some specific things they want to focus on, PPM panel changes and headphone measurement. Yeah, there there are issues that come up around the meter service in terms of understanding the um, uh, panel changeover. Uh, that they can do today. I think it's going to be easier if we if we prepare a report for the membership. That's what we're doing currently. But that's really not uh, the only focus of the APAG group. The APAG group is really to talk about the future of audio. Um, so they're discussing things that range from you know streaming to podcasting to digital ad insertion to where our members need to go in terms of measuring the future of audio. Okay, moving over to the TV side, set-top box data. That is on hold momentarily. So we were very pleased with, uh, we have, with the solution that we built uh, for a set-top box, a national set-top box system. As we mentioned, uh, we've, uh, we have the solution. We have board approval presented to the CRTC. They were pleased with it. We were ready to go. So we have the solution. The reason um, we're on hold right now is because we need the data. And we have the data. Uh, we're negotiating uh, contracts with the BDUs, and we're confident that that will get done shortly. But we're missing Videotron. 
And so Videotron is an important BDU in the province of Quebec. Uh, they, they have uh, a very strong, uh, they represent a strong geography in the province of Quebec. It's difficult to do a national set-top box system not having uh, the geography of the province of Quebec. So we've put it on hold while those issues get uh, gets addressed between the CRTC and Videotron. We're just sitting back saying, we got the solution, we're just waiting for the data. Video audio measurement, this is also another area that's got uh, developments unfolding. I guess the first release is anticipated in the new year? So the video audience measurement, we're just calling it VAM, is part of our cross-platform audience uh, measurement strategy. So VAM is going to bring together uh, uh, linear plus uh, digital measurement. At this stage, we've we've rolled out Ontario. We're completing a panel build in Quebec. We are building a metric, we're creating a metrics committee so the industry can sit down and the industry will decide how they want to trade as we're starting to um, pull the data together. And all these various pieces are coming together over the next several, several months when we'll be sharing data uh, over the next many months. Um, I'm going to have to get back to you in terms of defined dates, but it is definitely on plan at this point in time. But we have a number of moving pieces exactly as we mapped out. So I'm very pleased in, in terms of the progress. And I'm really pleased with the support from agencies and advertisers and broadcasters around the importance of VAM to, to the video industry. Your initiating a new member services approach is this in response i guess to the the broadcasting climate i imagine being in the audience measurement game at this particular time in sort of consumer habit shifting would be challenging is is the new member approach in response to that no, I think I think that's true. That the the media space is ever changing. Uh, consumers' um, uh, audience behavior uh, is also changing, and everyone is trying to have a better understanding of audience behavior to to plan to uh, to buy and to sell. The new approach to member services is for a number of reasons. One, most of our members are are now data companies. They're investing in their own first-party data. They're investing in their own analytics. And our view is that the the data from Numeris helps uh, enhance and makes that data more intelligent. So we believe it's important to have a robust uh, daily, weekly conversation with members to understand how are they using their first-party data, how do we leverage that because we work for the industry, and so therefore it's no longer about just distributing data on a daily basis it's about understanding how members want to use it how members are leveraging it uh, understanding the we've, we've been under a lot of change for the last few years which has been excellent but we also have to communicate that change so everyone is evolving in terms of the importance of measurement at the at the same pace and we can address the uniqueness of members needs as well as what we're trying to do in terms of broadening audience measurement and getting to cross-platform audience measurement as fast as we can and we can't do that without a constant engagement understanding and dialogue with members that's why we're focused on um, a new member services strategy and so I guess the goal is more transparency? Oh, it's more transparency. It's a greater and immediate understanding of what members' um, needs are. It's understanding how their strategies are changing in this highly competitive, ever-changing media universe or landscape. 
It's uh, understanding how they need to have a better appreciation of audience behavior. Uh, one of the things, uh, of course, critical to cross-platform audience measurement is that we're going to produce data by device, by platform, deduplicated, so they can really understand how if you're a broadcaster, that's the investment that you're making in content, and if you're an agency and advertiser, how do you actually get the greatest value in terms of your advertising spend? That is only possible across platform, and so all of that needs to be discussed, and there has to be an alignment and understanding of all of those needs, and that's why Numeris needs to spend a lot more time explaining that and working with our members. I think there's been a lot of dissatisfaction in this space for a while, in, you know, just in terms of the whole audience measurement landscape and keeping up with the change. How close do you think you're getting to a place where, you know, almost everybody is happy? Uh, it's a great question. Almost everyone being happy um, is, a, is, a, is a steep objective. What we're trying to do is to, be, to catch up to what uh, our members are seeing uh, and helping in any way we can for them to understand audience behavior for their own particular set of business reasons and investment reasons. In, in the video space, we've made up a lot of ground since I got here. And I'm, I'm pleased with that. Our members are pleased. They keep pushing us, go quicker, go quicker. And we are. We're at a pace uh, that is best in class. We're thrilled with that. On the radio side, or if I can describe it more generally, the audio side, we're also anxious to get and, and, and have that sort of uh, relationship as well. And I think the audio space is also wanting to step back and say, how do we have a better understanding, uh, you know, especially with the uniqueness of radio? And those conversations are starting to pick up, and, and we'll be there in that conversation to say, how do we evolve audio measurement to make sure that we can meet the needs that we've seen recently in the video space. So, and what we've built, as VAM as an example, that is built with an ability to plug and play for audio. So when our members are ready, we will be there with them. Anything else you want to touch on? No, thank you for the time. It's a pleasure to Thank you. Thanks for listening to Broadcast Dialogue. For more information about the podcast or to receive exclusive access to our weekly briefing about the Canadian media industry, visit us at broadcastdialogue.com. Don't forget to like us on Facebook, connect with us on LinkedIn, and follow us on Twitter and SoundCloud. I'm Jeff Woods, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people. He, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. All, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all had. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from JeffWoodsRadio.com.